Hello everyone, welcome to Reverb Radio. This will be episode 14 and our sixth edition of Drop the Mic. I'm Yash, your host, and joining me today is one of my friends, Upasana. We will be talking to you about MUN. But before we start, Upasana, you want to introduce yourself? Okay, uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Upasana Rangarajan. Um, I was at SSLA and I just graduated last year. So, yeah, but... Um, I have been, I mean, relevant to Manning, I have been a part of MUN since, or part of the MUN circuit for the past six to seven years. I'm not really very experienced as my other counterparts, but I've had some quality experiences myself. So I'm here to talk to you about that. And hopefully we have a great chat. So yeah. And thank you for calling me, by the way. I was part of like TSR podcast when they had first started because I was part of TSR. And so it's really nice to see that it's actually fructified into something good and great. So I'm really happy to be a part of it. Okay, brilliant. Um, first of all, um, fructified, great word. I'm going to be writing that down. Um, but moving on, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about word MUN. Yes, yeah. precisely. Um, so like, before we talk about the nuances of it, uh, like let's just give a brief about what MUN is to uh, people who might not know, people who have not been introduced to it before. Okay. Or so, live under like, a rock in India, in Bombay, at least in urban like cities. Sorry, I'm not okay. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Go yes. <on>. <laughs> sorry. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, this is good. This is good. You knew this um, was going to happen. <laughs> You knew this. I was counting on it. So we're just going to on it. run with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, MUN is just a form of simulated debate. Instead of representing stances on a topic, participants represent countries of the world. And instead of uh, practicing their oratory skills in halls packed with people, they practice them in rooms packed with their um let's say their competitors they have to argue from the standpoint of a country that even if they don't agree with it themselves um much like real debate which uh we have constantly been told mun is not mun is for children uh real debate is what happens in the halls of oxford and harvard only uh, and <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not kidding someone actually said that to me once oh my god okay but um, yeah, so that is the basics of MUN. Uh, you usually vie for the coveted best delegate prize and hope not to get a verbal mention because there's nothing more embarrassing than consolation. That's insulting. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> really hurts. I speak, I speak from experience. It really hurts. Okay. But <laughs> okay, let, let's just get started with how we got started with MUN. What was your first MUN conference? Would you like to walk us through it? Apart? Uh, okay, so my first MUN conference was way back in 2014. I did, I, so I went for camp. Um, so there's this um, not-for-profit not organization in the US called Seeds of Peace, and they have their uh, sort of center in, in Bombay, and, and, and that's where I started. I started MUNs literally because I got acquainted with the South Bombay Circle. And that's why the history of MUNs in India sort of makes sense because it's still a very privileged sort of um, circuit. It's not something that that's for, I mean, it's not exactly an accessible circuit if you can like sort of understand what I what I'm trying to arrive at. But that's how I started. They sort of introduced me to what a mock parliament is and what an MUN is and all of that stuff. 
and i never have actually done um like i don't i mean most people start with being a delegate for a really long time and then they'll try to crack it and then they try to get outstanding delegate best delegate honorable delegate all of that stuff uh, honorable mention sorry and then they'll do all of that and to get into um being able to chair a committee i was very lucky that way that because of i mean i, I won't say nepotism in the true sense of the word but because i had the right connections or i had like the right people who sort of saw potential in me i have not spent too much time as a delegate i have spent more time as a chair so that's how my and i was the head of press core for for my first mun i was not a delegate and then that's how i started and because i used to write really well i used to always stick to press then i think only around hman 2016 did i move into you know actual like committees so that's how yeah, that's basically my history and for the past four years i've done like actual com- not that press isn't actual i'll fight you on that <laughs> yeah i was about to yeah. say that right now like yeah. are you one of those who is of the opinion that press is not an actual committee they're just, no. they're just there because they're necessary to the structure no but but you know in the ecosystem it they'll sort of i mean it's not that important but press will somebody who you know all the kids are running up to to say oh mera photo le lo <laughs> you know and yeah. and that's not what the press should be doing and and i think that the press can actually be quite uh, they can take the 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 you know if you hold a proper press conference where you have hard hitting questions like you're supposed to do in real life which is also not happening <laughs> you can actually manage to nail delegates down and that sort of helps in weightage for the chairs and for the days itself but people don't do that they just go and sort of you know i mean from what i've seen it sort of becomes like the uh, the press always goes back into the background and and it's not made use of in the true sense of what they should do so i never did that i had a lot of fun with press so i've sort of seen all three sides and 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 that's why i mean i wouldn't have done so many in terms of quantum because people have done like 50 months i was like i had a life i'm sorry but, <laughs> but okay um, shots fired um <laughs> you've not done 50 muns i'm sorry you've not met people who believe that their whole personality is that i have done 65 muns and i placed this word placed i placed like some 65 times and i'm like good for you where are your friends though <laughs> so i <laughs> i think <didn't do> <laughs> i'm so sorry i don't mean to be no like, it's okay Go for it. Go for it. Like the that's supposed to be the privileged thing of like the MUN circle is to say, oh, I did like you know even when you're writing in like applications, they'll be like, oh, what is your MUN history? But if you're going to sort of mention every MUN that you've done, you you still have to have quality in the MUNs that you have sort of done. And I think a wide spread problem is that I think and which organizations like IMUN brought forward is that. they would start an mun at every school or something like that would happen so you know kids were at some point sharing and the fascination to mu i mean what mun was before or even before i came into the scene or like our generation the sort of the 27 28 year olds have seen muns at this very fledgling point so i mean that's not what it is today so today today it's not it's basically just not like we can discuss that at length but um 
but yeah so that's so there was this whole thing so i've seen this from all three sides and that's why i feel like quality is not sort of the priority in any way right. unless you want to do it yeah i mean yeah so see like i think we had the exact opposite experiences in muns based on this or at least very very opposable so yeah. i've done about 15 muns myself every single one as a delegate and um mm. i think i was one of those few guys who wanted to do an mun because um i found it fascinating okay like the concept of an mun mm. uh, like it wasn't about like you need this on your cv so you can get into a good college no it wasn't like because i met plenty of people like that okay this one time i went to ecole mondiale's mun um okay that's another sobo school for everybody <laughs> yes. who is uh, if you've seen uh, if you've seen fabulous why lies of bollywood wise then those kids study there not that you should go and stalk them but that's what she said she's like ecole has this, sorry Only you could have brought that show into conversation about <laughs> MUN. Only you. Arey, she says that she says Arey, but for Valentine's Day, people give roses to Nicole. It's like a thing. Yep. I mean, which thing? I went to school in Bombay. None of this thing happened to me. See, to be fair <laughs> though, that school. I went to Chembur. Like, <laughs> no, no, you 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 spent your entire life in Chembur that way. But that That's school, true. okay, I have gone there twice for uh, for the MUNs, uh, one year apart. and that school has been bigger has a bigger campus than both my apartment buildings at a time combined yeah, okay they have two football fields they have one recreational and one for actual matches i still don't know how what kind of school thinks that two football fields are necessary even if you can afford them which actually sums up equal and, and it's whole pretty well like two listed out Okay, like the mm. schools for like the places for which I at which I MUN'd um, before coming to SSLA. Okay, mm. my first one was Bombay Scottish, my own school. Okay, yeah, my second Scottish one was Ecole. Yeah, huh. my third MUN was at Cathedral. My fourth <laughs> MUN was at Ecole again. <laughs> yes, holy exactly. Holy trifecta of privilege. Oh, no, no. Dirwai money comes in there as well. D yeah, D I man diamond. Yeah, yeah diamond. Yes. Yes. Like uh, I, that was even like let's not go there. But Honest confession: is, I have never been for any of been to any of these anyone. I have not gone to Scotland. And you and you are and it shows you are happy in life. You have not seen the trauma I have witnessed there, because yeah. um, like it was it was the most pretentious thing in the world. Okay, because um. Yeah. all of those places the only reason the teachers liked having those mvns was because there used to be a chief guest coming okay and yeah. that chief like that chief guest speech every single year is one of the longest and most tedious parts of an mun is like i remember when shadow yeah. any debate he would be like exactly i have sat and debated but this is annoying <laughs> shut up yes i honestly it is like um okay like for the viewers like um i organized ssla summit 2019 okay shout and out. Um, yes <laughs> always shout out and yes. um too, at yeah. the end during the closing uh, upasna chaired at the time we will get to that topic in a minute and oh when God. we were doing that okay huh. um like at the closing ceremony uh, i just took the mic and I told and like there's been a trend where people hate the long winded speeches that are given at those events so they just start walking out after they have received their awards i have a rant exactly. about it i have a rant exactly so i hate those speeches i'm like shut up nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> the place Like I don't like to give. I'm just going to segue and tell. Like 
I Go for hated it. every closing ceremony speech in my life. Agreed. Except maybe one or two. You know why? Because it's not about the fact that you're thanking everybody. I think you should thank everybody, starting from Kavita Ma'am in the office. Yeah, Kavita Ma'am in the office to the pune who sits outside. Because when we did like okay, we did a conference to the Optimus Prime of my life. That conference when we did oh it. Uh, yeah, a year back. But you know what I realized is that, and I'm going to like segue for a second comeback. But what what happened was that. We were putting like these dias and stuff. Okay, they were sort of blowing off, and the watchman outside saw me get flustered because I kept putting it back. Like I kept jalaofying it again and again, and trying to, you know, make sure that it burns. And he took it upon himself to do it for the whole two days. So I was like, you need to thank him first before everybody else. So thanking people from starting to end who have done stuff for you is okay. Starting to put inside jokes and inside references like you're writing a love letter. to the secretariat is not okay according to me i just think that nobody is privy to what the hell you're saying so they're just sitting bored and they just want to know whether they won the cash prize or not so <laughs> maybe you lead with that and then you you can still have a more intimate gathering for your you know uh commendations that you have to give with all your affections so i get very annoyed at like closing hallelujah to that <laughs> mostly because like when you think about the entire idea of why when these speeches happen like i've realized that the one thing they all have in common is that someone tells a deeply personal story most of the time it's not that funny and then after yeah. afterwards i'm so um, thankful for this person yes. to stay up till 2 o'clock who got me chai i'm like yes that is the duty of the oc I mean, it's not the duty, but that's it. It ends up happening if you're going to like be on a like working on a conference on the last night. You will stay up till two o'clock, and somebody will get you yeah. chai. That does not need to make like, it to the speech because you are dating that person. I just think so. <laughs> like the moment thanks become individualized beyond three people, uh, that is when they start uh, when it starts seeming like more of a show of gratitude in public like the public part is important to the people it's like the uh, instagram post of like yes anyone yes you know exactly. when you say happy birthday yada yada love of my life light of my life everything but you will not wish them on the phone <laughs> you would have just put up the insta post <laughs> so <laughs> i think you yes. just go to them personally and be like i'm really thankful for what you did and what not right you know but, yeah sorry this yeah, is just taking too long uh, yeah <laughs> it's okay like right. it's it's like most mun committees like you will take a discourse to russia versus usa at some point in time might as well be at the start of this episode what but you know uh-huh. you've had better like you've so what i've spoken to you've had a much more um, sort of nuanced insight into debate itself yeah, as as, as, as a have. chair yeah or like the strat the d's that go behind it or you know the block formation part of it which we which we can sort of discuss but um i have not really seen that you know i've never been part of i mean except with you at flame we, we both um, went and france yeah we were double yes. delegation france right yeah so yeah like see to you, be you fair i went to unsc but yeah go on but that you UNSC, right? You were not interested. Yeah, we did. I don't remember. Yeah, so that's the only time I've actually seen how a committee works from the from the point of view of the delegate in consciousness. When I was not nervous, like I was very nervous, yeah. but like not not as a person, not as just a placeholder. You know, like that was yeah. the first time 
i i openly very very maturely actually took part in debate so i don't have the insight that you do in terms of that but i can tell you what happens from the other side like what we can see sitting on the dais and be like oh okay this is what sort of like i can see what is sort of happening on the surface exactly and, and like that's the kind of dynamic i need here because like thing yeah. is we've had very different experiences but like based on past conversation we have very similar views so like just to structure yeah. this thing a little bit more uh, let's start with why you got into muning and what you like about it more like what you appreciate about muns the most start with that so i also did not get into muns because it was something to do with my cv i was in 10th and i was bored because all i was doing is solving prelim papers of other schools and trying to pass math which was not which has never been my idea of an academic year it's never been to sort of just study you've seen that everybody's seen that so i always did want to get into something or the other and at that point there was no debates and i i was like there were no quizzes which i used to do i used to write a lot and stuff but this was something that just looked fun because of the fact that it had so much to do. so i have always been a person who keeps up with the news because that's just how my family works we sort of discuss news and current affairs and all that we're really into that stuff but yeah you, you know, really are like that is one thing <laughs> yeah. i know about you that you will you will know things about everything I But mean, yeah, go yeah, on. Sorry. Be- be- because I mean, I think that was because either my father used to be like reading the paper, or we used to be watching news, which is him watching the news, and I had to sit there and fight for the remote. So at one point, you give up and you start watching the TV with him. So <laughs> that's what I've done. But there was no outlet for this at all. You know, you were when you were doing essay writing festivals, it was not to do with oh, what is the issue between. Israel and Palestine it was to do with oh i saw a dream in which these 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 things look at this picture right in essay yes i always got to do there wasn't enough non fiction <laughs> topics available to talk about exactly and do you know i i like the teacher used to sort of discourage i mean you were in icsc so correct me if i'm wrong but number one you were never allowed to write about a dream but you were never in courage to write about any of the non fiction topics like they used to say don't do that because it's so subjective that you could get marked down unless you can critically analyze it that well and i used to yeah. always take it i'm segueing very badly but what i was saying is that there was never an outlet to sort of discuss with friends or with anybody about current affairs in yeah. general so so then muns were a good sort of outlet for that Yeah, and also like I feel like wow. MUNs helped like okay fellow nerds find each other is the words I'm going to yeah. use here. Yeah. Okay. And because international like, relations when we yeah. were like what ninth and tenth and eleventh was not something that anybody discussed. You know, it was not. Yeah. It was not an up and it was up and coming for undergrad and postgrad, but not to do with. You know, you were not yeah. bringing in that kind of critical thinking within children who were thirteen and fourteen, and that's what I exactly. did because I went to camp in the US with with these like people from all conflict regions. That's when I got into it, and I was like, oh, I want to talk about this, and I want to, you know, not just read about it anymore. And yeah. that's when I got into MUNs. So it like, might it, be very it helped privileged. you bring out discussion. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry, privilege. No, no, no. So I think that okay. So I'm not disagreeing when people say MUNs are a very privileged avenue. It is. It's like definitely very, very privileged because you, you know, it's just what it's become is to wear good clothes. And I look at it 
like that too like when it when you tell me oh you're chairing for a 3 day m u n i will have outfit set out and i don't think that's a bad thing and i don't think yeah yeah and i don't think dressing your best and sort of being or like you know not asserting your privilege but the fact that you know being the best of whatever you can be is a wrong thing what i do not like in mun's is people sort of want to put it on their cv and do not contribute to debate and that's when i get pissed off and i'm just like don't come here to sit because you get a participation certificate so the idea of being self motivated and people are going to laugh at me for this but because i'm sort of trying to go for it just go for it intellectual thing but it's really not it's more to do with the fact that anything like a debate you're not going to participate in it you know you don't you're not going to participate in it unless you know i'm good at public speaking you're not going to write for something or for an essay competition till you know you're good at writing or you have a chance to win at an mun you have the you have the liberty to sit down and not talk you know unless you're getting picked on by your you know chairs but you are allowed to sort of sit down and observe even if it's for a better part of two days but you're also allowed to fight and you're also allowed to sort of assert your your ideas both both things everything's allowed so it's a very self motivated space it is what you make it to be and that's why you will see certain people winning again and again and again because they've cracked that you know and you don't want that to happen when i sit down as a chair of a committee i don't want a predictable winner which is how people sort of like if you see people uh, placing delegates um like you know after a point because the circuit is that small you will start seeing repetitive names and you can see the strategizing when you're placing them in different committees you know you'll be like oh he'll live liven up this committee and he'll do this to that committee i love committees yeah, that are first timers huh no like precisely the idea of placing yourself where there isn't enough competition or there's too much competition here like i recall uh, i think i i don't i think it was coep man um in mm. 2019 actually the last one i've done so far like my latest mun okay mm. so mm. no second latest either way but point being that i remember there was a committee that was being really hyped up okay um mm. and there's a bunch mm. of people i know from bombay um, i like pretty good friends i said they got but um mm. they had this idea of a committee where it's all like for the lack of better word heavyweights in the committee okay people who are have yeah. great track records oh, are proven winners all star committees oh my yeah, god yes. that's a thing yes <laughs> hold yeah. on get into that but mm. like this committee mm. was something similar and to make it more of a challenge it had been run as a no tech committee in the sense that you were not allowed to use laptops you're not or anything allowed of devices sort. yeah which yeah, i never right understood you wouldn't allow people to sort of look at yeah the thing is the reason behind it was it was a historic committee no no reasoning behind it is that it's a historic committee so it makes it more real to be very frank they were trying to figure out how to make it a challenge but either way Uh, the entire like the entire hype behind it when i spoke to them they were like dude it's getting really boring okay mm-hmm. and like sometimes mm-hmm. that's how it gets because um this like debate in such committees can be very different okay like the best debate i ever experienced was at a place called metropolis man it was a private mun mm-hmm. conference organized in pune yeah. uh, we had yeah, this thing, we had a special session um mm. for an india pakistan conflict which they manufactured entirely it was a crisis committee 
Okay, and it was some of the most fun I've had in my life. Not because like um, I won best delegate there, uh, but like because like people cared yes. about talking. Yes. Everyone was talking in the committee. Uh, people were mm. arguing, and they were doing it in good spirit. Okay, it wasn't the oh quit. It wasn't a like um, a, oh quit the bullshit. I know you know the stuff. Kind of a thing. Like there was no past things brought in there. There was okay. No it was just fun, good debate. And the thing is, mm-hmm. I think I was older than every single person in that committee by at least four years. Okay. But so, but and it's it really fun yeah. to sort of be in a debate with younger people. Honestly, I've seen this, like being in a committee with younger people and younger. Besides the fact that you sounded younger. a thousand years old there, please go on. Yeah, two years younger, not as a dustal <laughs> like me sitting in a high school, man, being a university graduate, not like that. But like you know, if you have a younger committee, obviously, it just gets fun. But yeah, yeah, continue. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, kind of my point. So like debate has, uh, in my opinion, debate never depends on certain people being in a committee. Like in fact, if people like sometimes and uh, actually, uh, I think I have been myself. Uh, guilty of doing this uh, for summit, uh, organizing de- like stronger delegate, like sprinkling a few strong delegates into every committee, thinking to liven it up. Like, how do UNHRCs and stuff function otherwise? I mean, no, like I don't HRCs think are usually first-time committees, and they yeah, still have no, great debate. Yeah, go on. No, I'm sorry. I'm saying it's not wrong to put in, you know, one two as a heavyweight who you know will, you know, if you have a committee full of new newcomers, it can get very difficult to sort of get them to start talking, which I faced too many times in my life because I like to take committees and sort of get picked for committees also, which have mostly first timers. So I've always had a huge issue, sort of getting them to start talking. and get them to start talking sense which are both very very different things <laughs> you know and anyone i mean you would have experienced this there's people who will talk sense and talk less and there's people who will interrupt you every 2 minutes with either a point of order or something and or interrupt a delegate and say something stupid just to sound smart which is like Oh, your resolution is so pointless. It has so many holes. It looks like a donut. Some nonsense, or it's like an unsharpened pencil. It has no point. Some nonsense like that, and I I hate those. But some of them are smart. Some of them, you know, has have been rubbed out and come, and then they're just annoying to listen to, especially when you're in the flow of a debate. You're like, shut up and sit. But but um. What what tends to happen is that okay, if you can strategize to say, oh, I'll have one person in a new committee so that he starts off things, okay. But you know these all star committees and stuff like that. Even though it may seem okay, so I think the problem or the good thing about MUNs is the fact that it's a very great way to socialize with people. You've made friends through MUNs. I've made some of my best friends through MUNs. and so when you have a good mun experience like i had a great mun experience at ishman india 2016 and i was not a delegate i was an assistant director i was not picked i was not part of a contingent from school or anything my school participates at ishman but i never had so i went in independently as an assistant director so i met like 20 30 assistant directors apart from me who were from around the country and i have never like met these people before but somehow we all gelled 
well so well together that we're still very very good friends today some of my best friends are from that gang and we had the blast of our lives for those four or five days i don't know i don't live close to any of them but give you give me another chance to sort of have an mun with them i'll try to manufacture that experience again do you get it so people who are in the bombay circuit and people who are in the bangalore circuit or people who are in the pune circuit or you know these circuit wise things which are so popular and is sort of how it functions in india when they do something they will try to manufacture that social experience again and that's where the problem sort of comes in yes hello yeah you know anya anya what yeah so so once you've done 35 muns and you have chaired like 50 muns together or whatever you know you're trying to manif you know how it works you've cracked how an mun works you cr- i have never cracked how debate can be crackling you know yes. and i'm never i have not cracked how to get debate to really really sort of i don't know the code to it like sometimes it works yeah. for us senate it did for summit it did i have not cracked the code of how do you start a debate and get it to work in the way that it is functioning at its 99% best which really really sort of um experienced mun people manoj and uh, chairs have sort of cracked it and i've seen people do that as as a vice chair i've seen some of my chairs really know where the problem is and to sort of address it that's not the issue so then when you have first timers you can still get them to talk the issue becomes when you pull in your people from other committees who are chairing to try to create some drama in your committee yeah yeah which <laughs> which is also okay unless you are getting them only to shout at the other delegates which i think is a very shitty thing to do happen to be my first time you and in the second session oh my god really <laughs> yeah what happened so so i was greece and um so like the the matter in a nutshell was that mm. uh, an italian general had been mm. uh, murdered while um inspecting the border between italy and greece as part of a okay. border planning commission appointed by the league mm. of nations okay that was the committee i went into for the first oh time oh my god yeah so okay. um a guy came in and mm. he get this was benito mussolini in character Okay. And he shouted the words "filthy Greeks, yogurt eating ninkum poops" at us. Me and my co-delegate were both first timers, and we had absolutely no idea what is happening. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. my chair looked at me and goes, "This is when you use the, your right to reply." And I'm like, "Sir, okay. this is where you teach me. <laughs> yeah. Not condescend." Oh. oh my God! But you know what? The fun part of um i mean for me for me for me to sort of yeah. when i become the chair of an mun committee one of the things that is very 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 sort of interesting for me is when i am the chairperson and sort of when i am giving in my interview and they sort of try to select you right and they ask you yeah. oh what do you think of rop how much do you stick to it and yes my standard reply in life has been i don't stick to the rop like i do not and i don't think you you know this whole thing of oh thai man ka rop ye hai una usa ka ye hai h man yes. ka ye hai ye stupid rop hai i am un i am un has the worst rop according to me una usa okay. is okay 
UNUSA is supposed to be the standard one, right? UNUSA is the one we use for summit. So UNUSA is the one that that sort of is very, very standard in terms of it comes closest, I think, to the way the UN functions in general. But but as a chair, they like as yeah, as the part of the secret secretariat, they'll always ask me like, oh, how do you stick to the ROP? And I say, no, I don't. And I've always maintained that I don't think you need. I think you can sort of keep it at a sixty forty. You don't need to follow ROP. Yeah. That um, stringently, I'm never going to get a chair position again. <laughs> but no, that's cool. That's cool. Anymore. But I don't care about it anymore. What I but you don't follow ROP to the extent yeah. of making it obnoxious for the committee members. You know, yes, always. Well. Like, um, yeah. it is always these frivolous tasks that you are chastised for not keeping up with. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, you know, I've never understood mm-hmm. the concept of um delegates being able to ignore questions. Okay, like I mm-hmm. like I understand to an extent that is the beauty of it that you have to phrase your question in such a way that someone mm-hmm. can't respond. Okay. But mm-hmm. um, a simple appeal that the question wasn't answered in uh, in full or wasn't even addressed, uh, mm-hmm. like sometimes it just goes deaf on ch- in chairs ears, and I think that's a cop out for people because oftentimes, um, how shall I say this? The delegate ends up looking smart for dodging the question, even though the, in the real world the repercussions would have been beyond severe for them for dodging a question. Exactly they did, they did. where yeah. your strategy is and where your ROP is. The the middle path between them is very tough to sort of walk. Yeah, because you can have a yeah, and you can you can, what makes for crackling debate may not make for the best ROP, may not make for the best strategy, you know. So you have to sort of tread that line, and that's why if you're really going to be stuck to ROP in a very pedantic way, I'm not saying it obviously. It obviously the idea of the ROP is to sort of keep the committee in decorum. But, but that is not the whole point you know some chairs sort of tend to stress on that a lot which can get annoying but there have also been really good chairs who can use the ROP to its maximum potential to get the delegate to perform and I think yeah, that like you remember a flame right like when we went for flame one yeah. the two of us double telling I remember um, yeah, we had our chair um, we had uh, okay, I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not sure exactly who it was, uh, but we had fewer people. Some guy from Delhi, hope for. I remember. Huh? It was Webber, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we were, was. yes, yeah, love the guy. So he was in, uh, like, this is the second time he was sharing me, and both times I've mm. seen him making sure that ROP never interferes with debate. Like, he doesn't, uh, like, do away with it, uh, like, at all. Like, there's nothing of the sort. But, like, for example, for Flame, yeah. like, he even mentioned it. Okay, that I am currently giving you guys more time than you allowed to actually speak. Like we had what uh, a one minute thirty second limit, right? He used to let people go on yeah, 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 yeah. because there weren't enough yeah. people. It's understandable that you want to talk, right? And like, what harm is it going to do? And that is and when like the, the speech chair is comes going into play. In a, hmm. Yeah, yeah. and I think when the speech is going in a certain direction, which makes sense for uh, running debate in a certain course, then I don't do time limits either. So when yeah. you reach the point of draft resolutions and sort of, you know, you're talking and debating and all of that, I let the time limits go. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, you don't want to restrict. And these are like, most of them are first-timers. When you see university anyone, you most likely feel more first-timers than you did in high school. So when yeah. you have such kind of people, and it takes so much time to collect your thoughts. 
you know but that's not what happens at the un they're not going to say oh stop after one and a half minutes you're not going to tell a yeah. diplomat stop that is an exactly like time, but castro did a speech right like eight hours long you've seen people filibuster like mad at the unga and stuff like that yeah, yeah so, exactly like that's the castro know, speech i referred to, to right now eight hours keep long all of that in mind to sort of keep oh how it would work in the real world how it works in for time how it works for the strategy how it works for content and how does it work for the debate and does it work according to the rules i think that if a chair is able to see that 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 is the most wholesome part of it and i also think one interesting part of sort of using rop well is to call a visiting delegate you know to call in yeah. you know you you spoke about this bringing Gives in an angle. state and yeah no no giving giving heads of state a chance to come in as visiting delegates and sort of talk about it but if you have a good enough visiting delegate it really pushes debate very well and yeah, it does because um, but like, if you for equal i told you to now her, yeah No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I went to Ecole Manly the first time. Okay, that was a Kargil War Cabinet. Okay, and it like it was the Indian Parliament. I was Cabinet Secretary. I I would write down meeting minutes of the meeting. I did not, but um, uh, participate in debate. I did, and there was uh, okay. Uh, I'm just going to say this before I start laughing myself. The Defence Minister got abducted from within the committee. Like they physically pulled the guy out. ejected literally yes like uh, it was quite clear he was winning best del anyway uh, and then he came okay. back as sharad pawar so like it was it was a brilliant experience because just because of how much fun i had but i digress mm. so during that um, the, they actually made up a crisis that the defense minister was taken from the meeting by uh, isi okay mm. and mm. they actually brought in witnesses and stuff at one point they brought in his driver who who was the person who did the abducting <laughs> oh and we got to question okay. him okay. i could see that hmm. yeah I at the see scene you well. there was a hmm. joint crisis committee for the soviet hmm. invasion of russia and the hmm. soviet um this thing yeah the soviet hmm. cabinet uh, on there were brought a german hmm. prisoner of war whom they could question about like um uh, like for example how far they had advanced um wh- who their leaders were what their plan was etc the same guy went to the german cabinet as a soviet prisoner of war and did the same exact thing there and that just gives you information to work with like the best guest delegate is not the one who dramatizes but the one who um like provokes points pokes and prods at certain facts to make you take account of them exactly so you know the these are the good ways of sort of using debate yeah. you know in a healthy way to sort of make it you know more um you know lively and 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 push it in the direction of the agenda to sort of and we, and and a chair always when he's setting an agenda at least when i'm setting an agenda is sort of making sure that it's um a, a something that is pressing you know unless yeah. there's these committees which are like ipl committee and then there was a mahabharat committee and i'm just going to know, just like i'll, I'll give you which the, is the most absurd one you have seen yes i was yeah. going to say exactly I, that avengers right avengers or something hey hey i was part of one yeah. judge okay <laughs> but What in fact that, that is the last time you were at did i was iron man <laughs> oh my dude, god german and i went we had a ball okay you, what Like, dude, we, so we, dude, we drafted a constitution for the Avengers. I will tell you about it later. Okay, but <laughs> point of view being, the most on, and there's one, one IPL. Hmm. No, no, screw IPL. Uh, I, the one I want to talk about is the Riverdale committee I got invited to. Oh my God! This like, how, what this is like saying something. 
I don't know. Imagine there's a Grey's Anatomy committee. <laughs> like, yeah. No, please no. Please, let's just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dying. The next 10 seconds. <laughs> Everything bad happens to her in like the first 50... First Meredith. Yes. yes. Many deaths only is happening to her. But, yes. You know, exactly. those sort of committees. I think, I think those are very, very funny according to me. And I'm just like... That is not the point. This is why people are insulting us like this during classes. <laughs> and I mean, oh, fair enough, I guess. Like, there's a level you... for the absurd. Uh, like, for example, like Game of Thrones committee makes sense because it's a highly political factor involved over there. Okay. Like, if you yeah. want to simulate something that is outlandish, then simulate that. But simulating a Riverdale mm-hmm. committee, like, exactly what mm-hmm. are the works there? Do Delegate of Archie and Delegate of Betty and Veronica, like, constantly throw shade at each other? Like, is that part of foreign policy? <laughs> Exactly. What is, development. what is the ROP you're going to do that a boyfriend and a girlfriend are fighting together so they'll be like right to personal privilege? What are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's been like insane, you know, but the old timers sort of kick up and they say, Oh, you know, I was part of the I was part of it when the times were good. You know, and I think yeah. the whole experience of it of I mean, I had one of my first dates at an MUN. So the first MUN I went to was uh, with a date. So the idea, I think to elders, like, have you not heard, like, and the fact that you have to pay money. Okay, I'm going to go all around the place. But, you go know, this it. is all about content. This yeah. is all content of of committee and in committee yeah. and how to behave. And, and so you and I have established that there can be a very intellectual experience and an enriching experience except the fact that you know one thing that gnaws at me is okay you and i wrote a, a draft resolution we got it passed i chaired a committee for three days we got it passed what happens to it you know do you ever go back and think about it you know and i had one of the best times with you going to unsc in flame because i learned so much about the yemen crisis which i had not before that you know i've learned about female genital mutilation because I was the vice chair for UN women in Sophia's when they did their months of So these are the times when I've actually had agendas that have provoked me to think and pushed me in my real life to be able to say, you know what, I want to do something about this. I don't want to look back at life and say, oh, okay. And I don't think anybody really thinks about MUNs that seriously. But, you know, in the first two days after an MUN, I will always... Have a, have a delegate say something that'll come back to me, which was thought-provoking. And that that makes me think, oh, you know, we did this agenda, we came up with a resolution, what do we do about it? Like, it's never going to reach anybody close to the UN. So those are the things that are the intellectual sort of side of MUNs, which I am saying. And I, uh, you want something fun? Your... Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm cutting you off, but given what you just said no. right now, um, mm-hmm. You'll find, I think you'll find this particularly interesting. So, um, mm-hmm. you've seen, have you seen any MUN Instagram pages like where like MUN's corporate and advertise themselves? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, have you seen those letters from the Secretary General that they show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know how to get one of those? No, and you have how to do send they them. Get one? Huh? No, no, no. So, it's a template, okay, okay. which is sent to mm-hmm. any MUN conference which can hmm. prove its existence. Like we basically send them like some sort of record. Okay, okay. That it took huh. place. These many delegates were there. 
and you mm-hmm. send him every resolution you had for the past month uh, in the past edition like okay. the reason actually summit didn't have one is because um i could like i don't think we could locate the resolutions from the past Paper edition like, yeah, yeah. yeah okay mm-hmm. but the un actually takes note of these um i remember um seeing a profile of someone who was sharing an mun in india only like well, i was planning to go to it i think but mm-hmm. yeah, so like one of in her bio one of her achievements was that a resolution mm-hmm. she uh, like three clauses in the resolution she authored um were actually used mm-hmm. in a, a real life un resolution with modified language like to make it legally binding oh my god yeah okay so somebody go and tell that to professors take... in our college please thanks <laughs> if you know what i mean you know you mean who have you, mean? you yes you haven't you had like oh i'm so glad to hear that that actually happens because you know otherwise you're like are many itna time waste kiya in logo ke sath and i had to hear hmm. some of them whining so much and i tried to get them to do things and they did it and i mothered them basically through three days so what is the <laughs> end of the result of this labor pain yeah so so i'm i'm glad to hear that that actually happens i never have actually seen this in my life so i'm going to push that if i ever um sort of chair and you know what's really funny is if you have chaired like i've had people who i i know people who are 30 now and you know they're like oh ye mera last time you know ab mein like i will stop and they never do and they never <laughs> really do and you <laughs> <laughs> and i don't blame them because i have done the same thing and also i am not making cash out of it a lot of people do make a lot of money from chairing which i think is a good idea because if you're oh, good yeah. at speaking and if you're good at this whole thing jing bang then if you paid so much money pehle then now it's a good time to sort of bring it back and get returns on investment but so You know, so <laughs> there have been people who made thirty five k, forty k, or yes, exactly. Wait, Jen. You know, you okay, remember you wanted. No, you remember you wanted to do something, or you wanted to buy a new phone, and you had yeah. a matching thing going on with your father, where you said, "Well, like I'll try to win like and as many MUNs as I can, and if I get the money, then I'll sort of raise this sort of phone." Yeah. Well, to be fair, I got the phone regardless because, like, um, well. Because <laughs> you're just a privileged little shit. That's yes. Who you are. That too. <laughs> that's why you that are too. part of the circle. <laughs> but, but like, um, the other one broke is what I was going to say. But sure, let's go with that argument. Um, <laughs> but but point being are. that the entire money aspect of this is a major part of why MUNs can become. very toxic so places addictive. for me to say okay not not even addictive it can be very toxic for the way i see it because see to be very fair like i've always seen the money as fair compensation for delegate work okay like mm-hmm. you are busting your butt in there the entire day authoring resolutions and you should get, uh, get rewarded for your efforts okay yeah. but like um like, but okay <laughs> Yeah, but that, the the point is that this starts leading a culture where older delegates stay in there just because uh, of an additional source of income. Like I've seen what fifth year law school uh, law students go to high school MUNs just to win cash every once in a while. Did and you sometimes, did you not huh? see five fifth year law? I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm, yeah, go on, go on. I don't want to interrupt you. But you, have you seen fifth year law students came for SSLA summit as well? Yeah, and I know. were trying to bully like these first year kids and i just felt so bad i mean back the hell off 
you know the law they they don't and i get it that you both when you're like in that committee sort of get pitted against each other and it's just a fair game but you know there's something of at some point of, you have to stop being nasty yeah like, you have to be the, a the, decent the, the, human the, being yeah 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 you have to be a decent human being in committee at some point and say oh ye first ye first time kar raha hai to main iske peeche na padu or i don't try to show him up for no reason you know you have to yeah. uplift each other in committees which like I, the entire which point is, which of picking someone on your own when the dynamic is exactly, exactly but yeah. that happens only if the dynamic in those in that one day the first day picks up really well you know and 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 it sort of hmm. is about working together and it's not about block formation and trying to show the other person off and show the person up do you get it so i mean that's yeah. the toxic part of it and 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 you know you've had these really old people say committee with your 56 MUN's ka data <laughs> and you know this child is like this university kid is doing it for I don't know the fifth or sixth time you're obviously going to win you know everybody in the secretariat you know everybody on the days you know people so also I, like I you look at something of the sort wait you look at something of the sort okay and you realize just like how like the problem has never been about first timers not speaking up like um, that anxiety is very easily relievable by a chair being understanding enough and slowly getting someone to speak but yeah, it's it. always the beat downs really not done yeah, yeah exactly it's always the beat downs like when a, a delegate verbally assaults you in such a way like tearing apart every single point you have made and honestly guilty of that myself um on this one um like it it's going to demoralize you to a point where you don't want to speak right you're afraid of someone cutting you apart and the chair not being able to do anything about it because they're yeah, all valid but, points yeah but you know it has to be in in good like in good faith at some point where you say nahi yaar i've done so many mums as a chair i don't want to step in as a delegate i think i would not be given the authors of fair chance yeah you know the, and i think that's where the 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 attraction to the money comes in because i've seen these absurd amount of cash prizes of saying oh 35000 for a unsc best delegate yeah Why sometimes you like not you you know it's a cakewalk exactly yeah, and exactly. you know it's a cakewalk so you will say you know what obviously i'm going to do this i'm going Last to do this laptop with this yeah yep. but i have seen that with myself as well i've never made money out of an mun the total amount of money i've made in an mun is 5k which was nice. one mun so i have not been the, i i know i paid money. you for it <laughs> <laughs> oh no then 10k but um yeah 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 10k okay so yeah. but for me it's never been about the money not because i'm saying it in some very you know charitable fashion if people are giving me money i take it too i've taken it from you also but it's but what i've realized is that it's really difficult to sort of get out of i'm sure if because of the money angle obviously you more most likely not want to say oh this is my last time one 
But if you yep. become thirty and all, back off, bro. You can't be staring eighteen year old. It's a little bit like issue happens. Sometimes know? I and feel like the best way for that is education limits. Like um, often times yeah. like you have to. Like I feel like the only solution is to place restrictions on who can participate and who cannot. And rather than that be an age restriction thing, it should be an educational thing. Like if you have graduated, you are not going to be allowed to participate in the annual. And that keeps exactly. level fair because um, like the generation of mothers I've seen, okay, mm. their juniors have often grown up worshiping them, and exactly. um, I like I've met those people in real life. They're great people, and I like some of them I really like. I'm friends with quite a few of them. But exactly, yeah. like when you have that level of reverence, then the the next generation's idea of what annuals are gets even more clouded because they will do anything they can to protect their own state, stature in the circuit. Like for the lack of a better word. Also, okay, if I knowing when to quit. If, also, if I have learned money from somebody and he comes down and sits down in my committee, I am bound not to cross him. And this has happened in senior and junior relationships in college itself. I am bound not to cross him beyond a point, him mm-hmm. or her beyond a point, because it just seems disrespectful. You know, I don't yeah. know if that's how it works for other people, but it works like that for me. No, I understand. So, like mentorship and competition. That, exactly, but automatically that becomes a barrier for me, and I say, oh, yeah. you know, I'm not going to step on his toes or her toes to get where I am. So to speak in necessary terms, that, power dynamic. But power dynamic in MUNs is what I realized in 2016 is so messed up. It, yes, it's something that has not been addressed, and I think it got addressed as of last year, last to last year, when people in the Bombay circuit sort of took it up and said, you know what, we should make some kind of a framework, you know. Yeah, for... I remember. I have heard so many stories of harassment, and the power dynamic there is so upended because of the fact that. You know, you could have a chair who is two years younger than you. There is a very clear power dynamic going on, but I don't think somebody would. You know, it doesn't work in the way that it would work for a, like a job or in the office or in a corporate set setup. But the idea is that there are two parts to it. First of all, the the question of gender itself. You know, one of the yeah. uh, one of the manos that is way more. She's she 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 used to be in our college, and she's way more like experienced than me. And one day she was talking to me, and 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 we were talking about how women in general, women delegates, sort of suffer in MUNs. And if you've yeah. seen it, it's mostly boys. Yeah, I'm it is. Not, not mostly, it's boys. Many women. Yeah, I've not seen too many women step in and say, and they're mostly very, very shy, and and it takes a lot for them to sort of pick it up and say, oh, you know, I'm going to talk. And yeah. one day this girl was talking to me and she says, you know, Upasna, I've been I've been running for so many years, and you know, first when I I was telling her, when you know you remember in UNSC how much I had to yell louder and louder and louder. Yes. And yelling is not a problem for me. You know that I can yell really loudly. Really. But the idea is. <laughs> but the idea, oh, really? Ask your ask your audience, like ask your your setup that you know ask your your audience to share that they're still alive after so many years of hearing me yell. But, yeah, go on. Sorry. But, no, but like you've seen it, it's not difficult for me to start yelling. Yeah. And it's not difficult for me to shut down a person. But the idea is that 
another person in my place who is more meek than I am is not going to be able to do that because you've got yeah. five, six men who are with their baritone voice shouting you down. And you're just yeah. like, I don't want to hear this anymore. And you remember I stepped out at one point and I said, this guy yeah. is shouting in my ear, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I remember. You know, and he and... interrupted me six times and then mansplained me seven times. And I was just like, shut yes. up. <laughs> exactly and to give you a more personal example and like honestly i realized i have been guilty of doing this myself like uh, during ssc yeah, summit yeah. like i wasn't a chair or a delegate i was a director general so as mm. like disha and i were going around getting feedback okay mm. um disha chopra and I, all three of us mm. um people were talking and i realized after the third committee room like i just asked mm. one of those don't remember who it was i'm like Did I just interrupt a girl every single time she spoke right now? And, and like, mm-hmm. I don't remember which of the two it was, but she just looked at me and good, you realized, were the only words I heard. Because, yeah, like, you know, men get stuck back. Feedback. Like, yeah. I had to but just sit, listen. But men get carried listen. away. And, like, yeah. it's something that you have to consciously stop. Because, like, I get it. It's an instinct to shout over anyone at the NUN. But you have to take, like, specific care to make sure that you aren't being a sexist pig over there. Because, to, to be very frank with you, it, like, I've suppressed those instincts myself. And, like, you learn to suppress those after a while instinctively. Not just, like, you know, oh, my God, I have to keep shut every time a woman is talking. No, no one's saying do that. But, uh, like, at some point, you have to realize that just because a woman is talking does not mean she's asking to be interrupted. And I don't think it's a conscious choice. You know what it is. It's, first of all, I've had to shed that. I've had to shed and sort of step in and say, I'm going to interrupt you because you're talking nonsense now. And you're not letting me finish what I'm saying. That's one part Indeed. of it. Then the second part is I'm yelling louder than the guy is. Okay. And I'm yelling louder than the five of you are. Because Very capable. And, and, and can you imagine? Yeah. But can you imagine how much louder I'd have to shout for the six of five or six of you to hear me and shut up? Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine the effort that that takes? And then I don't think that consciously men are trying to be sexist because you know these men outside of committee and they're not sexist. They, they are you know, just like you and me and, and very chivalrous and very, you know, not sexist. But what tends to happen, which is what I've observed, is that once you're with your friends and once you know that that's a very male-dominated committee, you move into survival instinct, which is a very, very intellectual way of saying it or saying making it too serious. But what I mean to say is that you don't really look at the other person as a woman and you don't sort of, you lose the empathy. Because you know that yeah. other men are yelling. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to play. There's no problem. And I didn't consciously notice it myself. Till flame. And I was just like, why the hell am I yelling so loudly? Like, I don't need yeah. to yell this loudly. And after every, believe it or not, every time I have chilled, the next two days are yelling throating. You know? yeah. and, 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 and it's because I've been yelling at men not listening to me. And this girl who was talking about this, and she's like, you know, I've always had, you know, men are always trying to yell you down. She's like, and I was like, you know, I yell louder. I always yell louder. And she's like, you yell louder. I started trying to make them, you know, I trained men in so many different committees to talk at the tone at which I'm talking because I'm not capable of yelling as loud as you. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> I this is there's two ways of looking at it so one is that you you're a bigger man than a man or you say you know what that's not decent behavior you come down to the you know you come down from your high horse and behave the way I'm behaving like a decent human being 
so yeah. <laughs> but but that's where the gender dynamic sort of comes in very starkly you don't see women very highly appreciated in the man circuit at all you sort of see them you know and and somewhere we've not had very very serious women uh participation or representation or something like that but i also feel like somewhere the boys sort of run the events and and the idea is to sort of cap, catch a date yeah so the whole idea of the rose table and yep. which is high school which is like terribly high school it doesn't happen in uni man but, <laughs> but but the but the idea to say oh you know i want a rose table because that girl from that committee looks pretty and so i am going to send her an nun uh anyone pick up line bro what was that? <laughs> so you know my favorite yeah. hey yeah. you want I me to moderate it. your caucus like oh my god it, like crash you it's crash 11:30 in the night i'll puke all the birthday cake i ate right now oh god <laughs> disgusting but i also had my first date and i'm and anyone and i also get like the charm of you know you debate and you look like the power couple and you do all of that and then you go and eat mcdonald's and you're dressed in formal so it gives you like this really rosy picture of oh you know <laughs> this is what a successful power couple looks like yeah um, but and, and and i did that with my previous boyfriend as well he was in so i've done that with both of my boyfriends who been you know at part of an anyone and i would either be part of the chairing and do you, do you know the first time when i went to the boy had not really <laughs> delegated very well but the girls knew me the the oc knew me yeah. and they, i was the chair they gave him verbal honorable mention only oh. because i should score a date because <laughs> i was staring at he was he was the delegate so there was obviously a power disparity going yeah. on there yeah and they gave it to him but we were like 14 and 15 so it really does and it's not a serious anyone but but the idea that that happens the idea that you know yeah the, the social and the formal get mixed and jammed so badly and then you have the age disparity that gets jammed and then you have the gender disparity that gets jammed and you know th- this is the fun part of it so you know this is the laugh where you say oh, my friends gave this guy a honorable mention because he was dating this is the fun yeah. part but there's been actual cases of harassment which has been really bad which has been like yeah the idea that the reason why i say that you know some chairs should retire after a point is because if you know, there is always yeah there's always an there's always the possibility it's a very i mean trigger warning but um sexual abuse but there's always the possibility that um somebody who is 25 26 years old and you are 18 or 17 stepping yeah. into an anyone that guy could or guy or girl whatever could potentially push you into a corner yeah. to sort of have to sort of give in compromise say yeah. something to you or even be nice to you and romantic with you but the idea is that that's not right not at that yeah, exactly it's just parity and not in that setup because that setup is not for fraternizing in that sort yeah. of situation even though we've had that we've had anyone who comes and you say oh you know we went for two days and, and you know the idea that you're staying in a hotel together or staying out of this thing you're fancily dressed and that's the biggest yep. part of like your privileged 
life. So, I mean, it makes sense, but that has to be consensual. It can be high schoolers and it can be college people of the same age, somewhere close. But to say, hmm. oh, I'm a first year and this guy who's in postgrad is sitting on me because he's my chair, that is not okay. And I've heard exactly. that happen. And, and there's been and cases I, as well. Yeah. And you know, girls yeah. have not felt comfortable. Part, people part of the OC have been harassed. They have had to turn back and say, and if you're part of the OC, then you're in constant connect with that chair. You know, yeah. Either for hospitality, or for cash, or for remuneration, or for transport, or yeah. logistics, whatnot. And at what point the, the power dynamic there is so off because he's your guest. So at, at, with what, and if they are friends with, you know, the whole secretariat. And you're then God forbid. Guest, then how yeah. you get up and say, you know, he's, I get it, he's your friend, but he did this to me. And yeah. so we've let a lot of that slide as well. I've heard of things like that sliding. And, you know, yeah. there has not been too much of, a, of, of any kind of, because this is part of the peak at which it would get bad. You wouldn't expect it to get bad like this. But we've had chairs who've had that mentality and said, Ari, Ari, she's 18 years old. Yeah. So, but, but, yeah. but you know, I've heard this. I've heard it from people. Like he said this, yeah. he said, and, and it's not Bombay Circuit. It's not one circuit. It's pervading. It's all pervading. And, yeah. and, and it, it comes from this, what? Or, you know, now I'm just imagining I train, like, like, you know, I train under somebody and he turns 30 and he's sharing. He does something to me. How am I going to be able to come out and say, you know, my mentor did this to me? Yeah. You know, the same kind of power dynamic that would apply in a university or a higher educational institution or something like that would yeah. sort of be the, the, the thing. So there was obviously some sort of a guideline book that came out and, and, and I know people like people were working on it, but I don't know what has yeah. come out of it. But but mm, the idea that to my knowledge nothing yet. Because like yes, I, it's, it's I been a very institutional issue. Yeah, like mm-hmm. exactly how do you uphold those rules, regulations, agreement, whatever. There's no way to enforce it. That's been the main concern. But I, mean, I don't should, think I've heard should it not be that. part of the moral code of conduct of the of the of the UN conference itself. But I do understand yeah. that if 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 an incident does occur, then what is who takes action and who determines that that is like you could have the secretariat determine action, but they're also after all like what. 18 to 22 ka kids. Kids nahi, but they are students. You know, so I don't know how yeah. much power they could have in interview. Exactly. And or like, oftentimes, have... universities have codes of conduct. Like, I think in the case of SLE, this was something of the sort, um, yeah. where there is a code of conduct for external events taking place on campus. So, mm. it uh, like, um, like for example, I, th- I thought of this before, uh, when I heard of that the first time. Okay. What if an external MUN um, hmm. this, uh, like it has rented oh, yeah, the SLS space rented, which we did yeah, twice yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. and in that case who, like what code of conduct applies because the MUN was not SLA but it was being hosted on SLA premises right and again is it SLA or symbiosis so it becomes a pretty big yeah. issue that way so yeah I, f- and I feel like this is a very systemic problem as well yeah exactly like yeah. Who, who? how do you prove something of the sort so the point is that it's it's complicated to say the very least 
and um, i think policing by the members of the community themselves cannot be done in this particular manner like it's an opinion i've formed after a long time thinking about it um do you feel the same yeah i don't think you're in the position no i say i think that if you are part of the secretariat you could say to generally make a call on it but i think when it comes to something like a payment or you know actually penalizing the person unless you say hmm. you know for each circuit we will hold somebody on the board but there is no sort of regulatory mechanism like that we don't there, there is something called a vague bombay circuit and a vague bangalore circuit and a vague calcutta circuit but the yeah it's circuit means i'm part of it you could still be part exactly. of bombay circuit you're not yeah, part of exactly. pune circuit just exactly so how do you sort of bring that either you could have a a, a an informalish uh, regulatory board not, not a body but like a bunch of people you sort of go to yeah. say because reputation in mu1s also matter a lot yeah and some people have not had the best reputation and they continue to they have a questionable absolutely not and 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 continue to anyone you know so you could do that sort of a thing but i don't think you could take any kind of regulatory penal action by saying oh exactly yeah you know you will bar you from mu1s or what do you like do? you have no authority to do that yeah so that becomes a loophole where people can fall through that crack and 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 that's why i and i'm very like thankful that nobody i know has gone through something like that but you know yeah. people have to sort of keep guard and people sort of have to and i think that falls on the secretary to say you know you're exactly 30, you're 25 or 26 move up you don't get to do this you know and 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 the idea this is like so there's the content part of it there's the debate part of it we discuss the gender part of it but the fun part of it is the social always and, and social <laughs> are the fun part and, and i'm not going to deny when i say oh mu and jana hai the first thing you think is about social ke dhare or social kya hai you know and and and, and it's a fun 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 exercise like you go and you the party you want something more fun 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 Yeah, I have been to one socials exactly. Oh no! Yes, I have not um, actually been to many socials myself. I've been to many informal as a sidey socials, but I've never been to. No, the the one socials I went to was summer twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. To Iron um, Bar and Grill, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the twenty eighteen one, which happened after the uh, like both days of the M event. But the twenty nineteen mm. uh, edition of summit, um. Honestly, uh, we we didn't make it past McDonald's. Like uh, we were like, you know what? We'll have dinner, then we we'll make an appearance, then we we'll come back and pass out because we were in dire need of it. I hadn't slept for I think seventy two hours before the MUN. Like as, did I, I go for this? It. Yeah, Upa, you did chaired you at the, the MUN. I know oh, I went for the MUN. That I don't remember. <laughs> that I don't remember. But like, point is, I don't even remember where it was. Point is, I didn't make it past McDonald's that day because I'm like food. Okay, now digestion hibernate. was the only response i had so socials have never been something i'm too keen on but i've always loved how everyone is absolutely obsessed with the concept and like some of the ones can't advertise so yeah you <laughs> can't advertise reasons. because you have like 20, under 21 kids and you can't yes, i have actually went to an like mun that. i will obviously not mm-hmm. name which one it was but i think mm-hmm. they came and then made it a very big point to tell them where the socials were not happening 
<laughs> like just like it was the most like you, you know how kingfisher used to advertise soda so that they could like the alcohol could advertise this is the same exact principle in the mun style okay <laughs> like they made it a point where they listed out i think four location potential social locations and told them that three of them are where the socials will definitely not happen god we can go party hopping but but yep. you know i've had some of the greatest like not social socials where the chairs uh, will bandy together and it will be at the end of the and, and you know there's something obviously very exclusive about being on the days because you, yeah, you, you feel like you've earned it and you've gone through the selection process and you dealt with some sort of morons and some sort of very smart people for the past few days yes. so you think oh i can kick back and i don't need to party with these people some people want yeah. to party with kids who are much younger than them which i find very odd you know i'm one of those people Who's the auntie? You know that. Who will be like, you know, let the kids enjoy. You don't need to go and fraternize with them. Today's kids, you know, which is what we <laughs> did in 2018, exactly. No, but that's true. I called. I remember we called all of the SSLA friends that we had. And yeah, we said, and oh, plus we'll the OC. We'll hang back together. Exactly, we'll hang yeah. back together. But the, nobody was really going and speaking to the delegates because, you know, they had. There weren't any there. Thing going. No, it makes you feel better. There weren't any delegates over there. It was mostly oh, okay. the OC and the socials and like the secretariat. Ah. So like yeah, and even honestly, when you think of it that way, even that becomes a bit of a power thing. Like um, often times when like the OC is partying, okay, mm. the secretariat and some of their closest confidants sit together. Um, mm. and the rest of them just enjoy themselves outwards. It doesn't. There's nothing exclusive about it. Where it's just like how the natural order of things looks to be, and I've been fascinated in trying to figure out why that is. Because this oh, happens yeah, in every single event I've been to. Yeah, the OC will also even at the social be very very good days. To the days. Yeah, exactly. Hi, ho gaya. Anyone? Yeah. You like this is the one time thing. you can tell someone that they were an idiot to your face. That I've said to delegates, I have caught that them I by understand. the neck. No, I've caught them by the collar and been like, "You're such a moron. You could have done this better." And you know what I was trying to make you do, you did not. That happened in 2018, where I was told I lost my point. Oh my god! Yeah, and 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 then we, you know, oh yes, oh yeah, yes. You love you, Renzi, but I like one point. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do remember this. <laughs> We've had some good times though, like that. I think it's yeah, yeah, really like funny. College, I gave you your fun. award, and then no, I gave you your award, and then I've given you both your awards, Minal and yes. you. And then there's another picture two years later. <laughs> Yeah, all three of us are standing side by side. Like, yes. Yeah, and I'm just like how have things become so bad in my life. But, but yeah, I mean you stuck to our level. Exactly, but the idea is that right? like when you when you reach that college level, the power dynamic goes up and down and up and down, and 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 you can still have OC who is from the same college as you, and you were the chair, so they had to be courteous with you. You had to be courteous to me. Not that you really followed it, but you'll be courteous to me for some time. I still have that picture of you mid sneeze, okay? <laughs> but yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but from it ends, and you're Jobu, and I'm Upasna, and I'm Upasna. Yeah. And and then it comes back together, but but that doesn't happen if the OC doesn't know the secretariat very well, yeah. or or doesn't know the chairs very well. So then they're still being courteous because it happened to me in H month. 
basically and you don't want to embarrass yourself but but, but the 80s would, but the 80s would be jumping around on one end of the auditorium the delegates yeah. are partying at one end there is no mingling not because of exclusivity but you have not had time to interact with them and you also see that you know they they asking each other out and they taking each other sidely to the side so you don't want to get into all of that <laughs> and then you have and then you have the Harvard directors like partying it up by themselves and i think somewhere because of the age difference that works because h1 is a high school anyone so if you are the vice chair for that anyone you will be around 18 19 but the kids you yeah. are chairing will be 15 to 17 15 to 16 like 14 to 16 13 to 16 actually but it looks odd if me as a 17 18 year old goes up to like a 14 year old and starts dancing with them i think people need to get that but where do you sort yeah. of draw the line between being really exclusive adult and child thing yeah but where do you sort of push that boundary of saying don't approach me and i'm exclusive and i'm i'm trying to be the chair of the committee and where do you yeah. say you know i'm respecting your space to be who you are because you're still like I don't want you to get uncomfortable with me in your all up in your space. So that's something yeah. I've had to struggle with, but I've not had that bad of an experience because as ADs we used to move back and used to be like, let them pass it off. It's okay. So, but but some of my Bache fondest, <laughs> yeah, बच्चे नहीं हैं, but they 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 their own vibe is going on. हमारा खुद का vibe होता है. But but that but some of the times that I've had is you know some at twenty eighteen. You know the 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 secretariat, OC and the whole uh, chair thing, chair bundle of people ended up like meeting at one place, and that this was not social. This was some other place, and and that's when there have been some of the most intriguing conversations and funny, funny, funny situations. <laughs> you know and, and 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 then you're just like you know i like it the, i wouldn't quit this it's good it's yeah. good for the experience it's good for like you know you feel good at the end of it if you if yeah. you moved if you've moved through those 3 days without any drama it's it's a good satisfying experience you don't know it's ah, short enough acha like you've been through conferences where there isn't drama kya <laughs> because like in my experience it's usually like like okay how do i say this um the moment you see the oc like like you the moment you see the secretariat and the executive board go beyond mm-hmm. a certain level of spirits and i am talking mm-hmm. about liquid spirits in this case um oh you God. know that the time has come for you to leave because projectile vomiting no so not projectile mean. vomiting or rather not of, okay. like not projectile vomiting in the biological sense it's more of the vomiting of words that follows i have been I'm to feeling. exactly two socials okay and everything from old grudges to deep seated hatred and insecurity and to emotions feelings gossip and um opinion especially opinion about each other have come 
puking out of various senior members over there mm-hmm. and Jogu it's not hitting it and quitting it at the right time there you are doing it wrong <laughs> the way to hit yes. it and quit it you scan the scene then you can this yes. <laughs> okay 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 you sound a little too experienced for my liking here <laughs> exactly like no. okay <laughs> Yeah, I I see somebody like making a face like they want to puke no I gather my friends and say let's move 10 feet away because you know something I know I have moved 10 feet coming. away exactly. <laughs> and you know something toxic is coming and you never yeah. call them up the next day never yes. talk to them don't talk to them for the next like two weeks nobody from the conference okay you want to reminisce yeah. you can reminisce after two weeks okay yeah. I was at a conference um, I will not name it one of the biggest in pune in recent memory as all i will say and um let's just say that the closing day speeches were really interesting to hear after the ni- socials the night before oh it's all i'm going to oh say Lord. here okay i i think i've told you about this exotic spirits yeah in, in exactly and i mean spirits, yes if you know what i mean <laughs> some very expensive exotic 35000 ye mera best speaker ka price hai <laughs> spirits ka ho seen <laughs> And I yes. enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm like, you're bad, Abdul, bro. You did no fifty, and you're just giving me spirit. It's okay. I'm fine with that. So all of this uh, teasing, joking, reminiscing aside, like, mm-hmm. have how much have MUNs helped you in life? I mean, have MUNs they... helped you in life? Okay, so you know, just trust me. That okay. Before we go on hmm. to that question, I'm just going to pull you to another question. Go Do you it. think? Have you ever heard of something very lasting happening between like people after you know they went to an MUN? Because you know you're putting so much effort in picking up people and talking to them and socializing. So have you ever made friends? Oh or, yeah. Or, Uh, yeah, because of MUN, so that's that's the human part of it, right? So you went yeah. through a rose table. I'm saying rose table. I've never gotten a rose in my life. I got a rose because same. Okay, I have actually from the from my first guy. I did, but <laughs> but uh, you know, you you had the rose table, and you go through your socials, and then you have people picking each other off, and you know, have you ever seen or or has it happened to you in your life that 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 you just think back in your life? If this anyone hadn't happened, my life wouldn't be the same. You know, I'm saying this because you know a lot of a lot of people you've heard and I've heard and we've discussed this are detractors of anyone. So they say, which we've discussed throughout this podcast is the fact that you know it's a privileged way of just you know enjoying yeah. your life. I don't think there's anything wrong in enjoying in enjoying your life, and I think if you've done the work for those three days, then you're allowed to enjoy the way you want. But but you know. It's not just for those three days. I've had, if I know for a fact, if H Man 2016 had not happened to me, my personality wouldn't be this way, you know. And and it was the it, it happened at a cusp right before my college, and I was a very not a like extroverted person throughout my school. So right before I went to Hyderabad and then I went to college. So. because i had had it was sort of a tester experience for me meeting everybody across india like people across india and 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 i've made some really really good friends there like the, some yeah. of my closest friends are from there so you know and 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 we still talk like it's been four years and then we still talk so so i feel like if that had not happened to me i would not have sort of 
become the person that I did or or, or sort of seeing yeah. the potential to be the kind of extroverted person that I am today. It would have taken more time for me to reach there, but I would still be doubting myself. But because that was such a new environment, I was allowed to test my boundaries and everything, and and I felt like it was a very enriching experience. So for me, yeah. that whole experience of five days is just socializing with friends and sitting huh. on the Radisson rooftop and doing like <laughs> talking. <laughs> That's what. And yeah. I tell you, I didn't get drunk or anything in those five days. Nothing happened. Single, single woman. Yeah, living my best life, and and you know, and I made really platonic good friendships. But yeah. there were two other people who sort of. hit on each other and and they just were attracted to all that and cut to 5 years later they're still in a relationship which started at age yeah. 1 oh so you know you yeah and 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 they think of each other as engaged it's been 5 years yeah. like you 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 think that oh it's 3 days and i'm done <laughs> yeah but there is like but there's this part of it you know so you and i have had such good times at flame like yeah And summit and three two years of summit one year of flame plus like the yeah. hundred of annuals that you prepped for all that <laughs> I've had to the same so the time that we've spent in that as well I like I'm talking about that so the human experience of it has it been enriching for you like something that you feel like oh if I had not done annuals this part part of my life might be missing you know there must be a getting yeah. value. So, honestly, for me, there is exactly one MUN which I could have done in my life without. That's Cathedral mm. MUN. Okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, like but to talk about the others, like you, t- mm. honestly speaking, I feel like I owe a lot of like the stuff I've learned in my life to these conferences. Like you talk mm. about SLA Summit to both twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, especially twenty nineteen. Okay. Mm. And like I think I'm the person I am partly because of uh, those conferences. Like you talk about twenty, I like Disha and I we poured our heart and soul into that conference. Okay, yeah, and I think yeah, honestly speaking, it was yeah. like while I was friends with her before that, like our bond just got much closer after uh, like that particular conference. Like I have this, let's just say, blind trust about uh, her in terms of uh, at the very least, SLA summit. Okay. Yeah. So like it just is a, a bond of of sorts. Then like I've made some of my best friends at MUNs. Like um, I met Jemine at Flame One, even though he was my senior for for, for an entire year before that at SSLA. And yeah. like I played Dungeons and Dragons with him every once in a while now. The same. But you know, I also yeah. have spoken to Jemine, and he was my senior for two other years. Like through two years, I've never spoken yeah. to Jemine like that. The way I've spoken to him at like summit. And opening, yeah, to him exactly to be able to talk to him outside of and I, I and it's not like I've not attended a party where Jemin Jemin has been or like yeah. other Manoj have been, but I think Flame did that and I was able to sort of it it breaks exactly. the ice and you meet like a yeah. bunch of great people like the yeah. entire like minded crowd people. are such such lovely nice kind souls uh, and like. 
honestly speaking even like you say aditya singh i would have never met a person like that had not been for muns and like we still talk every once in, uh, in a while and oh my god yeah he's the one who helped yeah. so much yeah yeah i will never forget the role he played in summit 19 so like you your your personality just grows and so does yeah. your social circle like you learn whom to trust whom not to trust i definitely learned that uh, mm-hmm. but uh, and who to ones. avoid in general and especially and, and that judgment like, i mean that's about it i guess like muns there's the only one i will uh, hate with a passion is going to be cathedral one because every other mun i will list this out to you if you want me to taught me something mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Scottish man just taught me that I'm not half bad. Kagan walk able to reinforce that. Cathedral man made wow. me want to throw up. Good. Given that you've done good committees. I'm, I've yeah. actually not been able to do good committees because I've done only like chairing and stuff. Exactly, uh, and the delegates continuous really crisis fun. and stuff. I yeah. love those. I love those with a passion. Continuous crisis committees are so much fun to watch. Yes. I like historic committees also. I don't like future. Like, I feel like yeah, I know. We are the same MUN person as well as it turns out. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So like, you just learn something new from every MUN. Like for example, there was this uh, one time where uh, I went for VIT one. Like the 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 most recent one to have happened, I think. Okay, because mm-hmm. last year's got canned. I was looking forward to that mm-hmm. one actually. But either way, uh, I got my resolution torpedoed because it was plagiarized. Okay, and oh, like okay. Uh, I didn't do the plagiarizing, but I realized that no matter how much you reword a clause, it it will still count as plagiarism. And since then, my college work has been affected by that because I made <laughs> it a point to double check every single thing I've done. And honestly, mm-hmm. like three or four times, I think by now, I have found mistakes that I would have made before that. And the same way, mm-hmm. and this one I think you might find funny. Um, you remember SLS one at Simhav, uh, which I'd gone yeah. for. So yeah, yeah, um, I yeah, I got <laughs> I got mine uh, torpedoed there as well. Uh, and in mm-hmm. my case, it was something very different. Okay, mm-hmm. but then. um the same person okay this was a kid i am not making you know, like being hyperbolic here he was a child i think he was in the 8th yeah, grade or something yeah, at the time model. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he did a topic on another resolution almost a topic on resolution why he just said that a particular clause in there the resolution isn't an operative clause and hence the resolution should be scrapped and and like oh talking basically rule wise it's true they had to spend 45 minutes straight looking for a source that dictated that particular clause in the operative clause and they were very close that, to getting it scrapped but you know that's why we went about how rop and paperwork can be really used to screw up yeah. Also, like, I feel like sometimes the smallest packages pack the biggest punches because that kid yes. almost won best delegate single-handedly for oh his delegation. Oh my god! Oh okay, child. and honestly, it would have been yeah. And and after the MUN was over, the props to that entire committee. Like we were quite wholesome outside. We all talked yeah. to him and told him that he had great potential. And to be very fair, he really. I really hope something came of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking know, as though this was an arsa ago, but like you get my point. Yeah, but you know, a fresh pair of eyes always helps. Like somebody who yeah, comes in, you know, the way first time is the way they go through ROP. Later on, you get cocky. You're like, "Ha, मुझे तो पता है, मुझे नहीं करना है वापस." But I read through ROP every time because I actually get very nervous. I go through my own study guide. I will make the study guide yeah. and go through it again. 
so i do that but, but but you know like at some point you say oh i know the un us rop like this i know yeah. just back of my hand i know and some people do i don't but um but but first timers they sort of go through it you know with a fresh pair of eyes and they sort of come up with something really like if you see that at some committee you'll be like they'll come up with something really you know like what you said it'll be so like refreshing and and sort of surprising and you're like hmm i never thought of it this way and you know i've yeah. never done that i wish i'd done that to somebody in my life you know that's a good strategy yeah. so so, that's, <laughs> so so i think you get to go through those kind of breakthrough moments i think the idea is that you know a debate or or a declaration or an essay writing or a quiz contest quizzing is actually quite a toxic um, extracurricular as much as i've heard and huh. and flow is debating yeah because quizzing the entire subtext of quizzing is that you are an intellectual right that you are oh, smart no. enough to be able to quiz and the yeah. idea of debating is that you are in the, the whole idea of debating is to break down somebody's ideas to the bare mm. bottom and attack them from fundamental it's not the idea of debating it's the idea of debating competitions because you have to win so Oof, win philosophy. how do you win yeah but the the that can get toxic as well yeah, the ideas and so can muns but but you know you you and i have heard so many people say oh no muns are like not serious business okay be that as they may Or, or you know, some people put debating at a higher pedestal than money. You know, you you and I have heard that from people. But the idea is that anyone's actually are a way more wholesome experience. So you're seeing it's such a social, it's such a social human experience because you're going to have to face the other person constantly yeah. debate with them. You have to constantly acknowledge your competition, refer to them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you cannot exist in a bubble of your head and your mind and your body. That's it. You can't just say, "Oh, I'll write a speech. I'll go there and say it. I'll go there and say it. If someone asks me a question, I'll give an answer. That's not yeah. how it works. You have to constantly exactly. and the and 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 you know you develop diplomacy and you develop like not diplomacy, but you develop diplomatic skills because you're going to have to meet this person outside. the idea exactly. of, you know you know when we went for h1 i keep going back to that but that's because it it went from go for a it, go for to it. z in terms of steps so so because there was something called the ad boot camp which happened one day before the kids came in. and the idea was to sort of go make us go through this negotiation exercise where all of us had to negotiate with each other to so and we were all it, it's a basically a stakeholder exercise and you negotiate with each other to come to favorable terms and you were given points based on the situations that you land up in so there would be one stakeholder who would win but that's what anyone's are there's a exactly. certain set of situation and you're going to have to negotiate you're going to have exposure you're going to have leverage without actually somebody saying these things to you you can you cannot go beyond your foreign policy normally you should not if you go because of something else and you know betray your the country that you are sort of representing i mean you're doing it at a cost but but the idea is that you can you have to follow foreign policy you have to go through paperwork you have to know the law you need to know the situation of that country you need to know how to negotiate how to leverage how to expose somebody how to be diplomatic while exposing somebody 
you have to be able to talk to these people humanly when you get out and you know you, yeah. know, you have to be able to debate with them at an intellectual level you have to also show rhetoric that's what you get graded on in terms of placing exactly these things in their cumulative uh, cumulative experience do not happen in other extracurriculars when you're doing theater you're doing theater you're acting you're doing whatever and you are still stuck to one particular role and you yeah. can still withdraw from there debating is the same quizzing is the same singing is the same dancing is the same this is the only one that is so social versatile so human yeah it's social human all pervading and it's still intellectual it's what you want it to be that is one part of yeah. it but at some point even if you don't care about it you'll have to do 40% of the work exactly or like i remember this like also like you think about it in a particular way the like the best debaters aren't always the best manners but the best manners are almost always the best debaters like um, i remember during speaking skills yeah like during simples i remember jemin and i were doing the council of heroes thing we decided to do uh, like a uh, i don't know how to describe it but it was a debate without any research Okay, there's a fun mm. event called Civil War that happened over there, where we I, I called it an absurdist debate, where we had to debate topics only no one was allowed to fact check. You get five minutes for research, but then after that, even the audience mm. cannot Google anything, so you can say whatever mm. the hell you want to as long as your logic is sound. And mm. he placed first, I placed third, and mm. I realized it was because of our experience with MUS that we were able to handle that without any prep. Like we signed up at the spur of the moment. and i've all and i've always seen for example him do mm. like basic like something like a jam event mm. like just a minute you know what those are right oh yeah he used to when yeah, i am every or yeah exactly mm. like i i had to ask him what it was so i asked you so like yeah and i've always held that he's the best debater i know and that's big, and mm. like mun plays a much bigger part in your overall development than regular debate does in my opinion like debate is formal everyone is cut throat but <laughs> what's really funny is that i you you know you were asking how does how is debate changed your life and how is money changed your life but the, i the, the thing is that classroom participation so much of it you know i had the most heated debate with the bestest friends and none of my friendships have ever been affected by this you know you you can see like a lot of people in college at university level will sit down for a critical big debate and get yeah. so pissed off at you <laughs> and 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 they get pissed off at you they get pissed off at your ideas they get pissed off at what you stand for they will not talk to you after they're done talking at least be like a little mature about it you're like 20 <laughs> but to be able to and there are some people and you know there are people who cannot put their ideas in a coherent manner yes so yes. they will be asking the question for 35 minutes so you don't know what the hell is happening yes then like you don't know where the trail of that question is at the end of the question yeah <laughs> and, and 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 somebody will have to invariably step in and say oh do you mean this or when yeah. they're sitting in for a classroom participation discussion and they will go on and on and on or without any coherent like form of thought the idea of forming an argument in a yeah. sensible and efficient manner 
which is what is the most important in this is efficient you make sense and at the same time you don't hurt the other person to say it in the softest manner to put them in their place which is important to someone in your life you know so to to be able to develop those skills those things don't happen overnight and it yeah. may but for a manor he'll be able to for a good manor he'll be able to do it he or <laughs> she seconds. will be able to do no, he'll be able to do it the first year as you know in comparison to a person who starts that process in the first year and ends up being able to do that efficiently by the third year yeah exactly and you like, know, i never thought and, and, of it this way before but you make so much sense and 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 indeed and and the thing is that you know why these are important is because you don't learn this when you're in school not in india you yeah. don't you don't learn yeah. these attributes of personality development which is why privileged people are able to perform so much better at these 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 sort of events is because of the fact that they've monopolized this also because of the schools that they go to and and this is the this is the way they are you know this is yeah. the method there was this is the pedagogy of their school yeah. this is not what we learn we learn this a hard way i mean th- i did learn this in gregorius i don't know how it works in scottish and and this is what i think about privileged and 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 obviously it's going to be a privileged affair because where is the money coming from you know how yeah. much money it takes to put up an nun and you yeah, know how exactly. much people don't care about funding it so yeah. and 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 from starting to end to hold a decent nun it takes so much money obviously people who, and 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 it, you know i think it started as in the us they do respect people who are able to nun not because they're able to nun but it will show through your application if you're applying to people places like for a program in international relations or something like that it obviously yeah. tunes your mind to be able to think in a certain yeah, way yeah exactly which works which well you- for you as a yeah which works well for you as a applicant as an applicant and also to say oh yeah i was a debater and i know public speaking and i can negotiate and i can do and that sort of yeah. gets into your personality at some point and in the us they see that as a great you know they see that those are yeah. great skills so or 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 skills that should be in a desirable applicant so i think those are the fallouts and 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 the byproducts of going through an experience like that but you have to put in your 100% and i can get why people don't want to do that because the the payoff is very high the 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 point of getting past your first fear is very very difficult you know the first mu yeah. to be able to like, speak to your the first step is the hardest the chair is yelling at you Yeah, and sometimes I've done it. I've yelled at first time. I was like, "Why are you not opening your mouth?" Because you know you get frustrated as a chair because you can see them. You know, they have the right ideas. They have the right perspective. They have the right insight. Say them. They know their shit, and they are not able to say it. And it frustrates you in the first session. You're like, <laughs> "I yelled at you." All now, bro. Huh? I yelled at you at yeah. the flame. <laughs> yeah yeah because you saw how how nervous i was i was like yeah. i'm not going to be able to say 
I'm going to be able to say it. I'm going to be able to say it. And I didn't like, care. Like, and the next thing you said to him, like, your argument mm-hmm. was so intellectually sound. All you had to do was say it. And the thing is, I could not have said it. Like, as a coder, it's an obligation on my part to step in when, if you are having difficulty. But it was an economics mm-hmm. thing. And all and what you said after that, like, I saw, mm-hmm. I think I saw a web of smile for the first time in the committee because all you said to him was, excuse me, that is not how banks work, is how your statement started. And you just went <laughs> on a rant for a minute and 30 seconds after that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right you're completely right because the person had bullshitted their way into an argument about a bank or something about a bank needing a minimum number of branches to be considered a bank or something it was a national bank of <laughs> yemen or something i remember and you just went oh excuse God, me that is not how banks operate that is not how banks work and you just laid into the poor guy like he deserved it obviously but i don't know. i didn't know that web of smile is okay web okay yeah. is good and <laughs> Yes, that's what but, I was trying to tell you, Pa. Yeah, but do you remember what a nervous wreck I was? And other than the yeah, fact I do, that I, I was do. looking smacking hot with my pink sari, but I had no confidence at that anyone. And, and that was my 7th or 8th or 9th month that I was going in. And I was just like, but I'm not good at this. But I'm not good at yeah, this. See, losing and to Jemma is not something only... you take personally. He beats everyone here in, in his way. I will Jemma was my last concern because I knew I'm not going to win that game. Anyone. But the idea was to maybe yeah. get over that for once, you know. And, and I, I tried delegating after really long. You know, I, I chaired. And I, I think chairing is actually easier than delegating. To, to be a delegate is very, very tough. It's very... To be fair, you were a great unit though. Yes, like, obviously, like, you, so you and well. I can like think, but you, but that's also important. Okay, yeah, if you're a double dead with somebody, don't double dead with a moron who you have no like chemistry with Been or there, like done that. <laughs> somebody who you don't have like a tuning with. Like, I mean, that yeah. like, you should be able to think in the same direction and at and anyone, you should be able to sort of strategize at the, you have to strategize at lightning speed. So you should be able yeah. to have a partner. Like I've seen Deep and Unayam. They, I think, have double double dealt together. They both can finish each other's sentences because they know <laughs> exactly who the other, what the other person is thinking, and exactly what the other person has sort of identified, yeah. and all of that. And I think you and I, if we'd done more, anyone would have probably reached that stage. But we did really yeah. well at that. You know, you and yeah. I compensated enough for each other to say, okay, you know, I'm going to step in and sort of fix this. And okay, I can pull back at this point. And to, the idea of to be able to intervene and not intervene where to let the person yeah. go and where to pull that person back and say okay was losing track come back so yeah my proudest moment during things. that MUN was when mm-hmm. like i remember um either one of us was saying something we got asked a point of order we uh, mm-hmm. and we genuinely didn't hear it so the other person mm-hmm. no yeah it was uh, it was me it was me so um mm-hmm. I asked the person to repeat it because like I was buying, playing for time. I remember mm. this because I genuinely had no idea what he was talking about. And you furiously mm. typed something into the little word doc open on my laptop. And I just mm. read that thing out. Yeah. And that's yeah, the actual like, answer to it. Yeah, to be able to identify, okay, there's somebody who's getting flustered. So, you know, I'm not a step. Yeah. And, and to be able to say, oh, no, now he's buying for time. And, and you know what? let it be because you know to people who do, don't have that the other person yeah. will answer and waste exactly. like, and not be able to waste the time and not be able to filibuster and filibustering is a very important part of debating actually so exactly so exactly so teamwork 
and and all of this i don't think and you and i because of the conversations that we've had intellectually outside of class and outside of you know our our mun this thing we've had obviously a lot of conversations that are you know interpersonal yeah things that are about real life and things about that that are about people and 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 social in general but but intellectual discussions so many of them have been because of mun but ideas yeah. and and you know the the entire world view that i know that you see the world as or you know that i see the world as all those things have also been somewhere around because of mun's and 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 the experience that you and i have had so yeah i think it's a good note to end it on actually yes, because like exactly. because the amount we we've covered <laughs> Yeah. yeah we we'll keep going this has become a 3 day anyone by itself yeah, there is no point. At this point i'm just mm-hmm. i see i'm just going to say this right now and my expectation uh, right now is like my instinct is telling me okay now once you finish recording and exit the zoom call go to superstore and grab an ice cream that is all oh my god my instinct no. is saying jogu i will kill you do not do that I, without me like, i know it's a little early oh for us but still No potato twisters at Konak uh, bro China new food over yeah. bitching about payment I mean Okay okay hold on Let, let's that. end this episode first then we'll we will yeah. do this after Okay yes. um yeah. so I think that's about it for today's episode Obasna thank you so much for joining me there is no all, there are very few people I would have rather had this conversation with uh they were just unavailable no people okay <laughs> me <laughs> but uh jokes aside uh thank you so much rata and yash for for inviting me and i i had so, such a blast talking to you about this honestly it, it sort of sent me down memory lane pre-go from 2014 when i was very young yep. and full of dreams but <laughs> but you sounded a thousand years old i will say it again but i am a I thousand digress. years old but but yes and 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 i'm so we have to end it because like we will continue this conversation you and i otherwise we'll become a three day mun by itself so come to bombay yes. and we'll have post office vada pa and then we can continue this conversation Yes, oh, but before we sign off, uh, be sure to follow us on Anchor and on Spotify, and definitely, please, definitely follow our Instagram page. It is reverb dot radio dot ssla. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm Yash signing off for Reverb Radio. Thank you so much. Until next time, bye.